fear of God and listen to the Holy Gospel chapter from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. May his blessing be Solomon, awesome of Archer David, the prophet and king. May his blessing be Solomon, you who sits upon the cherubim, manifest yourself before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. And come and deliver us, turn us, O God, and cause your face to shine, and we shall be delivered. Blessed is who comes in the name of the Lord. O Lord, Savior of us all, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, glory be to forever and ever. Amen. Now Elizabeth, full of time, came for her to be delivered, and she brought forth a son. When her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. Now it was on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child. And they would have called him by the name of his father Zacharias. And his mother answered and said, No, he shall be called John. But they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by this name. So they made signs to his father what he would have him call. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, saying, His name is John. And they all marveled immediately, his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, praising God. Then fear came on all who dwelt around them. And all these sayings were discussed throughout all the hell of country of Judea, and all those who heard them kept them in their hearts, saying, What kind of child will this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. Now his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. And he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets who have been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life, and you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of, of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace, so that child grew and became strong in spirit, and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. And glory be to God forever. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the last Sunday of the blessed month of Kiyah, and we ended 
by reading the Gospel today, the first chapter of the Gospel of St. John. And what I would like to share with you today, the work of the Holy Spirit in the first chapter. We divided the chapter into four parts, and each week we share, we share part of the Nativity story. So, in verse 15, it shows what the Holy Spirit is going to do in the life of St. John the Baptist. It says in the chapter 1, verse 15, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. So at the beginning, even before the Holy Spirit indwelt in us, he is telling us the work of the Holy Spirit is for sanctification. St. John who was prophesied about him that from his mother's womb, he will receive the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Spirit will be upon him. As if it's a personal calling for every one of us. Are you ready for this sanctification of the Holy Spirit? If we are celebrating the whole month to end up with the incarnation, a way of this incarnation is to accept the sanctification of the Holy Spirit. St. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 4.3, For this is the will of God, your sanctification. It's a time during the liturgy, not only to reflect, but to think, am I in my calling? Am I in the will of God? The will of God is your sanctification. And when we say sanctification, we are not dividing it into parts. I can choose whatever I want, I ignore the other part. Sanctification, it means I'm committing myself to the fullness of the word of God. Doesn't mean that I'm going to be sinless, but it means I'm pursuing the goal. Sin means missing the mark. I'm not, I don't want to miss the mark in any part of my life. So the first thing, the first gospel, in the first week of Kiyah, the Holy Spirit was telling us that he is a spirit of sanctification from the mother's womb of St. John. We receive the same sanctification when we were baptized and then we grew with it every day in our life. In the second week, it was uh, the good news from the angel to Virgin Mary. And the Holy Spirit showed us, or the angel showed us, that the Holy Spirit is going to make a new miracle. A virgin shall conceive. The Holy Spirit will come upon her. The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who was to be born will be called the Son of God. Again, if we are not understanding till now, or not believing in the mystery of the Incarnation, it is the work of the Holy Spirit. And he is telling us, it's not a matter of how you are going to celebrate the feast. It is how you live your life according to this image and likeness which has been restored through the incarnation of the Word of God. So if it's the beginning, it was a matter of sanctification. Secondly, is to reveal the incarnation as my own personal restoration. That's why St. Paul is telling us it's something personal. We are not talking about the story of the incarnated Word of God. He says in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 16 17, that he would grant us according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his Spirit. What sort of strength that the Holy Spirit is going to guide us to in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So again, it's a sort of revelation in a personal way that the, Holy, the Son of God, Christ, is going 
to dwell in your heart. If the Holy Spirit on the second week made the miracle of the incarnation of the virgin's womb and the virgin conceived, now there's another miracle, but it's a personal one. The Holy Spirit that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. There is an outside form of this indwelling of Christ in your heart, that you are rooted and grounded in love. So the first week was sanctification, second week was Christ is dwelling in you through the incarnation and through the work of the Holy Spirit. The third week, which was the last week, the Holy Spirit was working as well. It says in verse 41, And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, that the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And what happened when she was filled? It says, Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? The Holy Spirit came upon her to bless, to give blessing, and also to reveal something to her. From where did she know that this woman, this Virgin Mary, is the mother of my Lord, the mother of my God? Again, it is the work of the Holy Spirit in her. Exactly like what has been said in Matthew chapter 16, when Peter said, you are the Son of God, the Lord told him, it is not flesh has revealed to you, it is my Father who revealed it to you. So when we are in the liturgy, when we read our Bibles at home, the Holy Spirit wants to reveal something in person for every one of us. St. Paul says in Ephesians 1.17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. You will, not be, you will not be able to know him except you are experiencing his power of your partner, the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So first week was sanctification, second week was incarnation, and Christ is indwelling in your heart by faith. The third week it was the spirit of God revealing secrets and mysteries and giving us the tongue of praise with Elizabeth. <coughs> Last week today, again, Zacharias received and was filled with the Spirit. Now his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. No redemption was there yet, but the Holy Spirit revealed <coughs> and gave him the gift of prophecy, that he is prophesying that the redemption has been in process. The Son of God was incarnated, but not revealed, not manifested yet. The incarnation happened in the very first day when the angel came to Virgin Mary, but was manifested to us in time. And then the fullness of the incarnation and the fullness of the message revealed to us more powerfully, or declared, as St. Paul says in Romans 1.4, when <coughs> he revealed himself by the power of resurrection. Then later, the whole church received this endorsement of the Holy Spirit by indwelling in them. So first of all was sanctification, then Christ dwelt in your heart by, by faith, and then the spirit of revelation, and finally the prophecy. Saint, the book of Acts chapter 19 was telling us it's always connected to each other. Those people who were not baptized in the name of Christ were only baptized in the baptism of John. Saint Paul was telling them about the need and the must to be baptized in the name of Christ. So, and when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues 
and prophesied. So it was a sign in the early church for those who received the Holy Spirit to prophesy. It was a gift in the Old, in the, in the Old Testament for a temporary act in, in the life of many saints like Zacharias. But in the New Testament, it became <coughs> a sign of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit or receiving the Holy Spirit in the early church. Finally, let me finish with you with the words of Saint Cyril. And he is trying to summarize the importance of the work of the Holy Spirit in us through a personal relationship. After Christ had completed his mission on earth, it will be remained necessary for us to become sharers in the divine nature of the world. It is a must. We can't say it is too high or too much for me. Again, it is still remained necessary for us to become sharers in the divine nature of the world. So, we had to give up our life and to be so transformed that we would begin to live an entirely new kind of life that would be pleasing to God. This was something we could do only by sharing in the Holy Spirit. And in every liturgy, we ask the descent of the Holy Spirit upon us as believers and upon the bread and wine to convert us into the Holy Ones and to convert the bread and wine into the Holy and in the end to be the Holy for the all. May the Lord give us this power and to be sharers in the Holy Spirit, sharers in the world, and to enjoy sanctification in the willing of Christ in us and the spirit of prophecy and the spirit of revelation. May the, may the good of the Lord Jesus be with you from now forever and ever. Amen. Amen.